This episode is made possible by PwC. When you bring together human ingenuity, passion, and experience with the latest technology, the future starts to look a whole lot smarter, which is why the new equation is meeting the future of work today with ProEdge. Digitally upskill your entire organization to keep ahead of the curve and drive growth. Learn more at thenewequation.com. This episode is made possible by PwC. The future calls for digital transformation you can trust. That's why The New Equation is business-led and cloud-forward, using secure technologies to drive tax-efficient solutions for today and tomorrow. It's how people and technology work together to transform transformation. See how The New Equation is building trust and security with the latest tech at thenewequation.com. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I'm Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And to find out where you can watch or how you can watch, I should say, the Exxon TV channel, visit www.simultv.com. Exonation, my guest this hour, is the gentleman who was singing in the intro that we played. It's uh, The name of the song is It's Magic, and it was being sung by Gary Tanis Nassif. And uh, Gary is joining me this hour. And uh, first of all, Gary, uh, Gary, th- welcome to the Exxon. Well, it's a pleasure. It's my pleasure. Gary, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um... I, let's see, I don't know where to start. I was born in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and I left there for Hollywood and my dreams, Mm -hmm. and my dreams did not come true because I had a very serious stuttering problem, and that held me back. But my will was greater than my adversity. So, uh, So I pursued, and I took a lot of punches, but I finally made it, made it as a singer in Hollywood years and years later. Mm-hmm. And I was discovered by 
the great Alviola who played guitar for Sinatra, Frank Sinatra, for over 25 years. And he believed in me so much. He said, Gary, he said, you're going, he said, I believe that you will be a major star someday. I want to be with you when it happens. And we did 11 concerts together in L.A., and he was he was magnificent, and he played for Doris Day in the movies, mm-hmm. and uh, then uh, a few years later, I was singing on television in Las Vegas, and I was heard by uh, Vincent Falcone, and he was he was Sinatra's pianist conductor for over 10 years around the world. Hmm. And he said, Gary, you and I have got to work together. So so I worked with Vinny for uh, for eight years, and uh, he was magnificent. He never gave me a direction. He never criticized me, nothing. And uh, uh, one day uh, I called him up and I said, Vinny, I said, I need a, a pianist to do my small gigs with and I'll use you for my big production numbers and he said he said you don't need a you don't need another uh, pianist and I said well I don't want to overuse you <laughs> he said listen to me he said no one's going to play for you but me uh, that was Sinatra's big piano pianist and conductor, and I can't thank him enough. I cannot thank him enough. So, uh, uh, where do you want me to go from here, Rob? Well, let's get to the point of uh, who you met that was really influential in your life. Oh, a lot of people. In fact, I'm, I am I'm writing a show for Las Vegas, and it's going to be an evening with Gary Nassi and his movie star friends. And they and there are many, and they all contributed to me believing in myself, learning more about my talents, mm-hmm. and um, just uh, praising me for my work. And uh, so I'm going to do it here. I've got a producer who's very excited about the show, and I'm almost finished writing it. And... Uh, uh, so that's on the agenda, but I have another agenda that's fabulous. I was with Danny Thomas for a few years, well, no, no more than a few years, and he believed in me in my sculpture work, and he asked me to create the now-famous Bronze of Hope for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, and I did that, and Danny said, we're going to dedicate it at the hospital. Meet me in Memphis. So I flew to Memphis with my mom, and uh, uh, doctors came, nurses came, the administration, uh, uh, the children in wheelchairs came with their parents, and it was quite uh, a dedication. And Danny unveiled my Bronze of Oak, which is three children from three different races, and they are thanking God for being healed. So, so we did that, 
and Danny gave me my legacy at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital uh, because of the now famous Bronze of Hope. So, what is your legacy with the uh, with the hospital and the Danny and and the great work that Danny Thomas started? Well, I'll tell you, Danny and I had donuts and coffee at CBS one night. We were doing a radiothon, and Marlo was there. And so Danny said, he said, Gary, let's go have a cup of coffee coffee and a donut. I want to talk to you. So I said, okay. And I was scared to death that I would stutter. Mm -hmm. But I didn't. And he said, listen to me. He said, most people think that I am a big man because of my entertainment. He said, but that's not true. He said, he said, St. Jude is what made me, made a big man out of me. And that is the truth. And uh, Gary, I just want to encourage you to help the hospital because the hospital needs you, your, uh, your talents. And so, so Danny encouraged me to step up, but Danny has always been my mentor as an entertainer because I consider him and I consider him a, a world class, world class entertainer and one of three greatest entertainers who ever lived, and that's Danny Thomas, Al Jolson, and Judy Garland in my my estimation. So I followed him, I became a singer, I became a, a stage performer because of Danny and Doris Day. And Doris became a very dear friend of mine and she encouraged me. She loved my book, she loved my CD, and I miss her a lot. And But I'll tell you, uh, Rob, I have spent two years writing writing my uh, St. Jude Dream Concert, which will be produced uh, uh, next year. And my co-star I've selected is Miss Rosalind Kind. And Rosalind is a dear, dear friend of mine, a, a lovely girl, but she's a concert artist. And she, uh, she performs all over the world. And sometimes with her sister, Barbara Streisand, and uh, so so Rosalind will be sharing the stage with me, and it's, my show is all about Danny and the hospital, and it's in memory of him, and uh, uh, Rosalind, ex she's excited about it, I'm excited, and it's going to be glorious. So I invite the world, and of course you and your dear wife to be with me oh we thank you for that uh gary you've uh you're a hard worker you're a dedicated worker and you've uh you've crawled uh, on your hands and knees going up that slippery slope to success but you made it well i'm not you know like al Jolson used to say you ain't seen nothing yet <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say something about Rob. Now, Rob, 
don't interrupt me. I know you don't like compliments. All right, hold on I've here. Got I, I've got I've got to interrupt you because I have to take this commercial break. We'll continue what okay. you were going to okay. say on the other side. All okay, right. Gary, stand by. Exonation. Yep. Gary Tennis uh, Nasif is our special guest, and the website is www.garytennisnasif.com. And Gary and I will return on the other side of this break as the Exxon continues right here from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. You sigh, the song begins. You speak and I am violins. It's the stars desert the skies and rush to nestle in your eyes. It's magic without a golden wand. The We're Going Family Style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome back, everyone. Gary Tanis Nassif is our special guest, and his website is GaryTanisNassif.com. Um, what was your inspiration for coming together and uh, doing your your Bronze of Hope for the hospital? Oh, oh, that's a one wonderful question. I um, had never created a child in art. Mm-hmm. I'm an art teacher. And I, I'm an artist, but I've never created three different children from three different races. And I prayed about it. To make a long story short, uh, it took me uh, 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 it took me a lot of prayers before I got the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit guided me into making creating this marvelous miracle sculpture of three children. And Danny, uh, when he unveiled it, he told the administrator of the hospital, he said, he said, I want Gary's sculpture to be the only sculpture in my personal heritage building, which is absolutely glorious. And I'm so honored. And he gave me my legacy St. Jude, and that's, uh, so I've got to follow up and 
do the things that will help the children. And uh, uh, my concert coming up is going to be astronomical. I invite the world. It's that great. Because I asked the Holy Spirit to guide me to writing what he wanted me to to write. And uh, uh, so I sent it to my to my to my executive producer and uh, she is thrilled just thrilled and so um, oh wonderful things are going to happen I know that I know that and uh, I am not a famous famous person but I truly believe that the Lord will send me the people to attend my dream concert for the hospital. Now, what was it like the first time you met Danny Thomas? Like, he was a big celebrity. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, the first time I met him, um, he had heard that I created the now famous um, uh, uh, Christ statue for a Catholic hospital in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and I, I brought it to Los Angeles, and he found out I was there with the sculpture. He said, Gary, he called me up, and he said, Gary, uh, we St. Jude is having a, a, a million-dollar dinner at the Beverly Hilton Hotel, and I, I invite you to to exhibit your Christ as a message of inspiration for the evening. I said, wow, you're kidding. I can't believe this. But, you know, when you believe, believe in the Lord, and you let him lead you, he will lead you to the highest places that he wants you to go, but only in his time. And so, uh, so, so they... So they had the uh, Christ uh, set up in, in a very uh, uh, prime area. There were movie stars, there were celebrities, there were bishops, there were so many wonderful people there, and, and they roped the Christ off in red velvet ropes. And uh, one of the people that came in to see the Christ, besides Danny and Mrs. Danny, Oh, I love Mrs. Danny Thomas, uh, uh, Rosemarie. She was a dream and a wonderful friend of mine. But anyway, uh, Danny came in. He took pictures with me, and and my sister was there, and he loved her. And uh, and, and Rosemarie came in and took pictures with me and the Christ. But one of my favorite movie stars and stage stars came in, this to see the Christ, and it was Miss Martha Ray. Wow. I loved Martha from the second I met her, and I, while I was talking to her and telling her how wonderful she is, mm-hmm. was she kissed me in mid-sentence, and I said, I can't believe you're <laughs> such a big do you know that she made movies where her name was above Bob Hope? I can well imagine that. Yeah. And she was the sweetest, sweetest woman. 
And Martha told me that she was also a nurse, and she was a member of the the armed services, and she did a lot of shows over overseas, a lot. And uh, I loved her, loved her so much. Anyway, uh, uh, that's all about Martha. Doris Day, but, another um, big name. What was Doris Day like when she wasn't in Dor front of the camera? Okay. All right. Okay. I had a girlfriend who was in Pillow Talk with Doris Day, and she looked a lot like Doris. And she played the part of Tony Randall's secretary. She's blonde. She looks a lot like Doris. Mm -hmm. And I said to uh, her name was Lois, and I said, Lois, Tell me about Doris Day, please. She's my favorite. I love her. And she said, Gary, she said, Doris Day was the sweetest person on the universe a lot. She was so sweet and so kind to me. And uh, uh, Lois, uh, she admired a coat that Doris wore in Pillow Talk. And at the end of shooting, Doris gave Lois the coat. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but uh, uh, when my book uh, uh, was finished, I mm -hmm. sent Doris a copy of it, and uh, she wrote back, and she said, Gary, I love your book. I love the pictures, uh, but I want to thank you so very much for all the nice things you said about me in your book. And that made me so happy, Rob, that she she appreciated. But Doris has written me, oh, maybe six or seven letters, and they all end with, with I love you, you're my friend, with three or four X's next to her name. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And uh, Doris also, oh, oh, when I finished my CD, mm -hmm with uh, Vinnie Falcone, I sent her the uh, CD and she wrote back and she said, she said, I'm very proud of all of your works. And that made me feel so good because I idolized Doris. I just idolized her. A marvelous, marvelous singer. And um, so someday, Rob, I would like to do a tribute to her in music. I'd like to talk about her, and I'd like to sing uh, the famous songs that she loved to sing sing in the movies. That sounds like a great idea, Gary. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm working on that, too, and I'm very excited about it, and I want to do it in her memory because, uh, you know, her son passed away in 2004, right, right after my mom. And I wrote Doris' letter because Doris was very, very saddened. Oh, I guess and so. I wrote a very heroic, very inspirational letter to her. Mm -hmm. And she sent me her, her photograph with uh, the words, Gary, thank you for your beautiful, beautiful letter. They made me feel so much better. Oh, wow. So... You know, when you lose someone, it's very, especially as her son, uh, it was very difficult for her. 
but she was always smiling <laughs> and always sweet and always very uplifting. She was never, ever down, ever. And uh, I loved Doris Day in the movies. I just finished seeing one of her movies that I just love, and it's called My Dream is Yours, and it was uh, uh, made by Warner Brothers. And if you if you would like to see a wonderful movie, it's just that. I've got to take my break for the news now, Gary. Please stand by. When we get back, I'd like to talk to you about Barbara Streisand's sister and how you met her. So please stand by. Oh, good. Good. That's a good subject. All right. Stand by, please, Gary. Exonation. Gary Tanis Nassif is our guest. His website is www.garytanis.com. Nasif.com. And uh, we'll both be back after the news. So, whatever you do, you know, we don't want you to go away. We want you to stay here and listen to the rest of this fascinating story. And we're going to talk more about the production that uh, Gary is putting together to help the St. Jude Hospital. It's what it's all about being part of a solution, not part of the problem. Here we go. Don't go away. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your Quarter Pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Guess there's no use in hanging around Guess I'll get dressed and do the town I'll find some crowded avenue Though it will be empty without you Can't get used to losing you no matter what I try to do Gonna live my whole life through Welcome back, everyone. My guest is Gary Nassif. I'm sorry, Gary Tanis Nassif, and his website is www.garytanisnassif.com. Uh, how did you meet the sister of Barbara Streisand? Um, I would like uh, Rob to tell the audience first before the before I answer that mm -hmm. question that the two songs that you played you played earlier with me singing were recorded with my Hollywood uh, a, a, a pianist uh, conductor and his name his name is Steve Haberman and Steve is absolutely marvelous he did my CD with me along with Vinny mm -hmm. and uh uh, he's up in Washington State, and he's still playing piano. Oh, fantastic! So I want, I wanted to make sure that he was acknowledged. All right. So now, how did you meet okay. Barbara Streisand's All sister? Right. Okay. Well, um, my conductor and pianist was the same as uh, uh, hers. Uh, her name is Rosalind Kind, 
and she's a, a little younger than Barbara, and she's the half-sister, and her voice is absolutely magic. It's so beautiful, and uh, she does a lot of concert work. But getting back to your question, uh, she and I had the same pianist conductor, and the con- pianist conductor was my cousin, uh, Norman Mamie Jr. And uh, so, so Rosalind would come to clubs to hear me and, with him, and I would go to her concerts to hear her. And uh, we used to like to perform at a place in Hollywood called The Rose Tattoo. And many wonderful people have sung there. One of them, uh, well, I shouldn't say his name, uh, but um, many famous people went there. But I got booked there. She was booked, and we saw each other. So whenever I would go to see her performances, I don't know why, but I was always a few minutes late. And I stood at the door waiting for her first song to finish. And she saw me at the door and she said, ladies and gentlemen, she said, I'm going to stop my show to introduce my dear, dear friend, Gary Nassif. And he's standing at the door. Please give him a big round of applause. And she, she directed her spotlight on me Mm. and the, place was always mobbed uh, uh, with uh, with her uh, her fans and her mother was always there she was dear dear lady and uh, so Rosalind did this to me quite often and I can't tell you how it she lifted me beyond my my imagination of my self-worth she made me so valuable in front of her audience. And I said to myself, wow, this girl is amazing. So anyway, we followed each other. And she was married at the time. And so we never had a romance or anything. But we had a very strong friendship, a very godly friendship. And uh, through the years, we kept in touch. And uh, so... So when I knew I was going to do the St. Jude Dream Concert, she was the only one I thought of being my co-star. She's gorgeous, she's beautiful, she sings like uh, an angel, and uh, she's as sweet as they come. And uh, if you ever, you ever hear of Rosalind being close, performing close to you, ladies and gentlemen, She's so, so wonderful. You must go and see her. Tell us uh, about the concert. Uh, it, how long is it going to be? Where is it going to be well, held? Well, I'll tell you, I can't say much about it because my executive producer uh, 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 prefers that I don't talk about it until she uh, completes her her uh, reading of it and uh, so but I can tell you this uh, uh, besides Rosalind I have chosen uh, five major major world singers 
to join me on stage at different times. And one of them, I can tell you, she's not she's not signed yet, but I know she'll do it. I know she will. And I love her so much. And Rob, I know you know you know her. Miss Mitzi Gaynor. Oh my God. Well, Mitzi is a dream. She has always been my uh, 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 my dancing instructor through my own dreams, and she inspired me to dance, and I became a dancer because I couldn't talk. I, I was a stutterer, so I won all the hearts of, no, a lot of the hearts of the girls in high school. They used to line up to dance with me, <laughs> but I couldn't talk but I sure could dance. And uh, Mitzi, Mitzi Gaynor, is, she was my first choice to come on my St. Jude concert. Now, how long is the concert going to be, Gary? Pro- uh, probably an hour and a half. And uh, like Judy Garland said at Carnegie Hall, she said, she said I don't want to go home. And I, she said, I want to stay here with you because you are my music. So um, so about an hour and a half, and uh, the, oh, the music, Rob. <laughs> oh, you'll love the music. Uh, the music starts with vaudeville, uh, 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 the great American songbook, the songs that made the movies, made Broadway, great, and Michael Feinstein, oh, I love Michael, and Michael's another person I love, I love his music, I love what he does for American uh, uh, standard music, and uh, he's very, very honorable, very honorable, and he did something for me, just like Rosalind did, but it was in an it was in another way, and I am going to, well, I can't give it away. I can't give it away, but he's going to be, he's going to be honored, and uh, rightly so, rightly so. Um, Tell me about your, Maury Amsterdam. I understand that. Uh, oh, I love Maury. Maury, I, I didn't know him that well. Uh, through his work, uh, I knew he was a comedian, and mm-hmm. he was fun and funny, and he was very close to Danny. And Danny had him come over, him and Betty White come over to uh, congratulate me when the Bronze of Hope was finished, and it was first dedicated at the Century Plaza in Century City, and it was a star-studded. Wink Martindale was my master of ceremonies, and I had um, Norman Mamie Jr. Uh, uh, conduct and piano uh, the the play the piano mm-hmm. and uh, with his 18 piece orchestra, it was a big big day for me, and uh, so so Maury Amsterdam uh, came over to see the Bronze of Hope. And I said, Maury, I'm so honored that you came over, and Betty. And uh, he said, well, you honor us by by inviting us. 
And I said, uh, he said, he said, I love art and I love this art. He said, can I come over to your, to your uh, studio sometime? And I, I said, oh my God, he wants, well, he wants to come over to my studio when I don't have a studio. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, guess where I created the Bronze of Hope? I created it on my kitchen table because I didn't have I didn't have a studio. I didn't really believe in myself that mm. I was great. And but I did it through the Holy Spirit. He made me great. Not me. N- never me. All right, Gary, and, uh, we've Gary, we've got to take our final break for this hour, so please stand by. Exonation, okay. our guest this hour is Gary Tanis Nassif. He is a singer, he's an artist, and he's an all-around great guy. His website is www.garytanisnassif.com. And Gary and I will be back on the other side of this uh, commercial break as we wrap up tonight's show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Guess there's no use in hanging around Guess I'll get dressed and do the town I'll find some crowded avenue Though it will be empty without you Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time. One last call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay here I know And welcome back. Gary Tennis Nassif is our guest. And um, first of all, Gary, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Always a great pleasure talking to you. 
The pleasure is all. The pleasure is all mine, sir. Thank you, um, Gary. Where do you see music in the future? Like you know, you and I come from an era where people sang songs you could understand what they were talking about. They play, their songs played to your heart. Today, right. today, all the dribble drabble frequency is like scratching fingernails on a uh, on a chalkboard. Yeah. You know, we see yeah. the same thing with the great movies that have gone by. Uh, great actors like Clint Eastwood, um, John Wayne, just just to name a few. How do you see the new digital age changing the music industry? Well, I don't know about that, but I do know about two projects that I have incorporated my music and your music into. And I know you're going to be thrilled with the story because it's family entertainment. And it's clean and it's beautiful. And the music is charming. And you can understand every word, every heartbeat, every phrase. It's just going to be wonderful. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you two of them. Uh, one is a movie of the week that I've written, and I hope I've, I've written it for uh, Sophia Loren, because I believe in her. I've always believed in her. And uh, the Holy Spirit helped me with that story. It is a godly, godly story, but it incorporates my music, and also, I've incorporated Vinnie Falcone into the uh, story, and uh, it's going to be fabulous when it is finished. And uh, I don't have Sophia's signed yet, but God will make it happen. And uh, when it does happen, mm -hmm. I want her son, her son is Eduardo Ponti. And he is a magnificent director, movie director, and television director. And I only want him to direct his mother and me and Vinny. And it's going to be a story that people will talk about for years. So, yes, my music, Rob's music, will be incorporated. And also, my major movie is going to, I can't talk about it too much, uh, but it's going to be a, a colossal work of family entertainment, which will have my music, Rob's music in it. And that's a ways off, but it's going to happen. Gary, will happen. Gary, producing movies these days are very, very expensive. How do you go about getting the financing for this uh, this project? Well, that remains to be seen. But when um, people people or companies or production companies with the money see what I have, see the read the magic that I've written hmm. for the American audience, for the family audience, they're going to want to give me whatever I need because my work is that valuable to the American family.
I, I understand that and I appreciate that, but you're kind of a, a newcomer when it comes to the big screen productions. Uh, why do you? Th- oh, oh, you know why? Oh, yeah. why, why do you think yeah. that they would? Well, uh, why would they listen to you, read your treatment, and uh, go into full production? Well, um, that will be led by the Holy Spirit, but I have some very powerful, very powerful stars who want to help me. And that uh, when many people hear that these stars, these big Hollywood people, uh, want to be involved, they will write my ticket. All right. Once again, not to not to be the naysayer or or you know the you know I'm not playing the devil's advocate. I'm just trying to just trying to look at it through the eyes of somebody outside the box. The some of the big names that you've mentioned are, are from the golden era. You know, and do you think that the young audiences of today would actually? pay to go and see some of these older celebrities that, that you're lining up? But I haven't mentioned the celebrities of today, and uh, that's what I can't um, speak about. Sure. But they are mega performers of music today. Okay, so the, so they're so they're musical artists. Oh yes. Oh, okay. oh yes. Yes. So how is yes. how is this going to play into your play, uh, your uh, your story? Uh, what story, Rob? Well, the story for the uh, the script that you're that you're preparing to to uh, to go into with uh, what is it, Sophia Loren and her son? Yeah, but that has not been has not been um, contracted or presented. Oh, I see. It's, it's still in the work. Uh, the uh, It's still in, in the works. It's still in the Everything is in development. I see. Yeah. When are you, when do you think you're going to be able to propose this to the major, uh, the major film uh, industry heads, head honchos? Uh, uh, within this year. Good for you. So besides, yeah. so besides arranging a concert, besides you know the work that you're doing in film development, uh, script development, what else are you doing? Is there anything else that you can actually fit into your day? Oh, my days are so full of writing and rewriting and rewriting and uh, uh, making my projects even more pristine. Uh, uh, that's a big thing. It's not just writing. It's the rewriting. Yeah. And uh, when I create my art, I don't do, I don't do it uh, one time and say, it's finished. No, I think about it. I... Uh, uh, redraw and redraw until it's just perfect mm-hmm. and near perfect, 
And uh, so, uh, no, no, it's an ongoing process, the art of writing and the art of uh, pictorial art. Are you performing uh, on stage yourself these days? No, but I'm going to. I've been writing uh, 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 my projects for Hollywood for for four and a half years. Oh my God! And I haven't sung. I haven't sung a note, and I need to get back. So, so I have my producer, who's uh, who's very excited about my new project, and that is uh, an, uh, an evening with Gary Nassif and his movie star friends. And I'll sing between uh, my uh, narratives about major, major stars and their giving to me and their kindness to me. And I'll sing between between those narratives, uh, the old songs that you love, that I love to sing. You know, Gary, uh, it's always a pleasure having you on the show, and unfortunately our time is up for tonight. Let our listeners know how they can find out more about you and where they can get your CD. Oh, thank you. Um, you can uh, you can order my book through Ex Libris or uh, Amazon or Barnes & Noble, and it's called Stop Crying and Listen to the Music, and it's the story of my life. It's a, a very, very inspirational story. And we're going to make that a feature-length movie, too, Rob. So I haven't started on the screenplay of it, but, but that's on the uh, horizon. All right, Gary. And, uh, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. Take care of yourself oh, and keep us in the loop on what's going on and continued success. You're the best. You are the best. Thank you, sir. You take care, buddy. Exonation, if you'd like to find out more about our guest this hour, Gary Tannis Nassif, visit his website, www.garytannisnassif.com. Well, that's it for tonight, Exonation. I'll be back tomorrow night at 10 o'clock as once again we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. To all my staff and wonderful members of the Exonation, thank you guys for being there. And to my senior executive producer, my wife and best friend, Laura Rogers, I'm on my way home, man. Oh, Good night, everyone. Sweet.